0: spring may be in the air as they say but the economy is still in winter well today was a beautiful day in march the sun is out you know the days are longer the nights are shorter you know the lambs are jumping around in the fields everything feels happier in the springtime and we know that summer is around the corner and will soon be even better weather well that's great but as far as the economy is concerned i don't think we're in spring at all i think the economy is still very much stuck. the winter and maybe it's just about going into winter and could be there for a long time so there'll be no summer months for the economy and that's what's important to me markets tend to go in cycles just like the seasons uh you know you get a few good years and a few bad years Uh, it's just the way it is and this is nothing to do with you know recent events and and the war this is to do with the normal cycle of events we've had a bull run for them on the markets you know for the last 12 14 years and the same thing with with property Uh, so things can't always go keep going up like that forever and and I certainly think they are topped out with very high prices we've also got a situation where inflation has reached a 40 year high in the UK and in America now you might not think inflation is that important so what a bit of inflation but you know inflation is officially running at nearly eight percent in America and certainly over seven percent here does that mean to you it means that everything in in the shops and and the things you buy are all going up in price you know and we know the price of everything is literally not gone up by seven percent it's gone through the roof and this war in ukraine is causing a fuel crisis and it will cause a few a food crisis as well because most of the wheat comes from ukraine and russia and a lot of oil comes from russia as well so you know, you can see this happening, it's it's just happening. And we know that in the shops, prices have gone up by a lot more than 7% and building materials have gone up a lot more by than 7% and fuel and gas and, and petrol have gone up by a lot more than 7%. So this is a real crisis that's coming and that will cause a, re- a recession. Why? Because next thing you'll have is workers demanding more pay, especially in the public sector and say, well look, Things have gone up. I don't. I'm not happy with the usual one or two percent. I want five percent, six percent, seven percent, and then those prices have to then be passed on to the customer, and then eventually there'll be less jobs around. Look at look at last week. PO Ferries uh, just just laid off hundreds of workers without warning on Twitter, and then replaced them with 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 agency staff. How would you cope if you lost your job? How would you you know? manage to pay your bills? Could you pay your bills? Do you have sufficient savings to pay your bills? And how long would those savings last? So what will you do? Think about those questions though. And and what will you do in this recession? How are you going to survive the coming recession? Maybe you're in a business. Maybe you need to rethink the way you're doing business. Maybe you're in a job and you have to look at, is your job safe? And uh, are you as a person safe if the company should choose to downsize, okay? Now, we know that in a recession, people are going to lose a job. So you've got to make yourself really indispensable to that employer, or you've got to make, make your business much better than the competitors. But look, I want to give you five very simple inflation-busting tips. If you, know, you, you just need to try and get through this and save as much money as possible, I want to give you five tips that can just literally from, from tomorrow, help you start saving money right away. Okay, well, the first thing is, look at loyalty cards and, and, and saving money-saving rewards websites. Now, you, you, you often go into a shop and they'll say, do you have a loyalty card? Do you have a Nectar card? Do you have a Tesco's card? And you know, most of them, are not, not really, uh, because they tend to be quite small, but small fry. You know, the amount you're saving on them is, it can be quite small. But if you accumulate these points over months and years, the savings can be quite significant. Uh, and, and you don't just have one don't just have to just have one loyalty card. You can have loyalty cards with all of the big stores now and, and some of the you know, non-food stores as well. and it's worth collecting those points because then you get discounts on things and if you shop around and, and you are clever, you can you can save quite a lot of money on, on your shopping bill by, by using the points carefully and, and wisely. Uh, one of my family members uses these things all the time. And, you know, she, she managed to save a lot of money by using the, these loyalty cards. I haven't been a, you know, a big user of them in the past myself. Um, you've also got to watch that, um, you know, if you get a loyalty card with an expensive supermarket like Marks and Spencers or Waitrose, know you might be getting your points on on the card but you're paying a lot more for your goods so you have still got to shop around and find the cheapest deal by going to the maybe the cheaper supermarkets and saying well look i i won't go for that brand of of coffee or cornflakes i'll buy the cheaper one i mean these things are fairly obvious but using a loyalty card is one thing that can just help you that much further and and with that those loyalty cards there are also websites like uh quid pro where you know you can find something in the shop and then the website will tell you whether you can get it cheaper online. Now, my sister that I mentioned just there, she showed me her, her, her app, and she'd actually saved over the last few years, 1100, and I think it was 1120 pounds and 15p. She's actually showed me the figure on the phone. It was unbelievable, because she was using it on car hire, on shopping, on, on virtually anything. So have a look at those websites, they're, they're very interesting because the savings can be much larger than you think. It's not just about you know, a penny in the pound and that sort of thing. But, and then definitely look at the loyalty cards that you get with your, super, Now you might not be in this country, but I'm sure they've got similar things in, in most Western countries. But in the UK, it tends to be Tesco's are the big ones, uh, John Lewis Waitrose. And uh, sainsbury's who have the nectar cards that you can also use in petrol stations as well definitely worth looking at those especially when things are getting tighter i would still shop around yourself but these these websites can help you even more you can even get websites where you can bar uh, scan a barcode and see whether you can buy it cheaper i know it sounds a bit fanatical but when prices are going up and your wages are not going up as well to, to match those price rises you've got to look at other ways of of saving without necessarily going without or cutting back so much you can probably still have the same lifestyle but get things cheaper and 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 sometimes the same things that you want that you would normally just go and buy i'm sorry shops if you don't like this but you know people have to make their decisions and you know and, and make the right decisions for themselves even if it means you're not buying from that high street supermarket don't forget the high street supermarkets had no qualms about putting all the smaller retailers out of business. So you must feel the same way when you're trying to save money. Now, I like using stores. You know, I do I do like using stores, but sometimes you have to look around and and, you know, use the online services and use some of these websites that can help you save a lot of money. Okay, the second thing is to look at your savings and maximize the returns on your savings. Now, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that NatWest Bank had not passed on two interest rate rises to their savers and which is disgusting because they're giving their savers next to nothing. So you've got to look at maximizing your return. I, I think, um, you know, I was, I was with a, a lady that has quite a lot of money with the bank and I was going in to, to, to help her. She's, you know, 90 years old. And I, I think she could easily treble her returns that she's getting just by moving the money either across the road or to an online service with, with a national bank. Uh, because she's getting a very poor return. But like a lot of people, they they, they just can't be bothered, you know, Um, it's just too much hassle for them. But if you can be bothered, you can make a lot more money on your savings. Then look at the ISAs, the tax-free savings that you can get before the end of this tax year, maybe pensions as well. But definitely see your advisor and try and maximize the returns on your savings. Because, you know, if you combine getting more money for your, making your money work harder, and stretching your your money further by making savings that can be quite substantial in terms of you know surviving these very tough times ahead because we don't know how long it's going to last but the third thing is you can do is to uh, get rid of that credit card debt uh, and if you can't pay it off make a plan to pay it off maybe pay that extra bit every month to, to clear it and meanwhile switch the card to an interest-free or a lower interest rate deal so that you're saving that money on the interest and then in that using that saving that you're making on the interest rather than spending that money pile it into paying off the capital that you owe on that card so you can clear that debt because that interest is killing you especially when you're earning nothing on maybe the money that you got in the bank at the same time you know you might as well clear that that debt so that you've got more money more disposable income in your pocket uh, to, to save and, and to do better things with don't give it to the banks keep it in your own pocket so that's the third thing then and then the fourth thing is to now get get control of your finances right you, you must get control of those finances so that you can uh, start to uh, you know just make make sure that you're, you're in control of your money and then you can start learning how to become financially free and, and, and the first step in that is, is literally to get control of your finances immediately. I'll come, I'll come back to that in, in a second. Uh, now, th- those are, those are, are fairly, might, might sound like fairly obvious uh, tips there, um, but you can do other things as well. Uh, I, I think generally um, look at not only shopping around, but maybe, you know, don't have that brand loyalty that, that you, you might be hanging on to uh brand loyalty means you know you must have that that favorite butter or that favorite cheese or you know you must have that brand of of coffee now i i like coffee as well but when when needs come to 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 must you you know you need to look at how you can save that money because for a family going out and spending money on their shopping it can be can be quite substantial if you can just maybe switch to different brands uh or you know, just find a cheaper brand or go down to that Aldi and Lidl store where it's, you know, things are pretty good there. You get some really good stuff, you get some great wines, you get some great product, maybe not as much choice as Tesco's or Sainsbury's, but it can certainly make a, a big difference to you. And so, so those are just five quick tips there that can really help you, uh, to, you know, to get through this recession and, and make substantial savings on, on your expenditure and also get a better return on your investment so just run through this again look at loyalty cards um, and, and money saving websites that can mean that you can buy things on those websites but uh you know that, that you can go to a shop and say now can I get this product cheaper online and the website will immediately tell you and then they give you points as well so they're giving you back money on everything you spend there and some of these apps will give you you know they'll put 20 pounds on your app just for downloading the app on on your phone right so that's number one Second thing is to maximize the return on your savings and investments. That, that's very, very important. And your investments could be, could be property. It could be tenants that you're looking at. It could be your, your savings in, in, that invested in the stock market, but also just making sure that you've put your tax-free uh, allowances into your, your ISAs and that, and that sort of thing and your, and your pensions. And then uh, number three then, uh, three is to, to clear the credit card debts and, and at the same time, if you can't do it immediately, switch those credit cards into an, an, an interest free deal or a lower interest rate deal, which will give you that breathing space to then pay off that that capital a little bit quicker. And then the fourth thing is to to, you know, start thinking about the brand loyalty that you have to certain products so that maybe if you can ditch the brand loyalty that you have for a certain type of whether, whether it's jam or uh, butter or you know, uh, even, even more expensive items that you can, you can just say, well, look, if I can get, or wine, for instance, if you're buying a couple of bottles of wine a week, you know, maybe look at some of the deals that you can get in, in Lidl and Aldi, and you might find you can get a, a pretty good wine for much less. When I was buying Cote de Rhone in in, in uh, Aldi, Aldi a, a couple of days ago, and it's £4.69, and it's pretty good. It's just as good as Marks & Spencer's Cote de Rhone for seven ninety nine. So that's just one example there, you know, that's, that's you know, nearly half the price. You know? So look at that, look at the brand loyalty and don't be sticking to those brand loyalty doesn't pay when you're dealing with banks and, and your savings and it doesn't pay when dealing with brands. Sometimes you've got to switch to get, to get the best deals. And then finally, really sit down and get control of, of your finances, whether that's with your advisors or just with your family and, and really stop spending more than you earn that's a killer you know if you're if you're just overspending and then you're going into debt each month that will eventually bring you down and, and and even lead to the bankruptcy court so you've got to do that now winters are tough but they never last forever right like the farmer who prepares in the winter for the next season coming up he says well you know I've got to do this I've got to get that that crop done get that bedded down uh, bed down for the winter but we know that when the spring comes like my in, in Ireland my uh, family in Ireland were all sheep farmers so they know that spring's coming now uh you know at the end of the winter and the the lambing season is there a very busy time for them and then in the spring they're preparing for the summer months you know getting in the hay and 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 all these sorts of things preparing for, for the autumn and winter so the farmers have their seasons and and now is the time for you to not only survive in in this recession but come out stronger and even thrive in it remember in the winter a lot of people will hibernate in the winter and do nothing and, and some people will literally pass away in the winter, but other people get out there and enjoy it and ski down mountains. So it's all a matter of how you look at the winter, but we're definitely in the winter. So now's the time to start looking at how you can survive and thrive in the winter. And, and to help you do this, I want you to check out a brand new training that I've put up, which will help you not only get control of your finances immediately, but it will teach you how to become financially free in the next 28 days it's absolutely free just click on the link and I'll take you through my smart money manager principle which is SMART you know which starts off with spend wisely and avoid uh, consumer debt M is manage your money A is accumulate wealth over time and I'll be talking about how you can accumulate wealth maybe in property and, and stock markets then R is for review like we are saying now review your savings and investments I'll, I'll take you through a process of how you can do that and then T is for track your income and expenditure. And I'll give you a, a tool to help you track your income and expenditure to immediately get control of your finances. So do check out that training. It's, it's, a, it's a substantial training. And, you know, you, you, you've got to be ready to take notes there because it's full of useful uh, tips and training to help you get control of your finances and learn how to become financially free in the next 28 days. So thanks for listening. Do check out that brand new free training. It's just going up this week. And I I want you to really use that. So I'll see you on the other side in that brand new training. Thanks for listening and have a good day and do follow those five tips to help you thrive and survive in the coming recession and the winter months that we have for the economy. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips so we save, earn, invest and accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you.